Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, y'all know the vibes, okay? Hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. So my loves, today I wanted to do a little bit of a different kind of episode. And maybe it's not that different, honestly. I feel like in this era of Manifest Daily, it's definitely been more of like lifestyle and wellness content and a bit of just like creating whatever it is that I feel like I want to create. And I mean, I don't know, I've been feeling kind of weird about that lately, like just this, I don't know, being in this place of like, I don't know, just feeling a bit uninspired with my content. And I think I get to this place sometimes when I am close to burning out, when I've just been doing a lot of creating and it just kind of feels like everything I'm making or everything that I'm saying is incredibly redundant and like it's not bringing any sort of value to y'all. And then I start to overthink it and it's just a mess. But I really hope that on the other end of that, y'all are not feeling that. Hopefully you're enjoying the podcast and I'm just in my head overthinking because I need to take a little bit of a break. I feel like we're getting to that point now where you know I came into this year hot excited ready motivated all the things and with discipline being my word of the year just like really wanting to make sure that I'm tapping into that but one of the things that I like to remind myself and that I like to recognize is that in being disciplined and in being committed you have to really understand what is a pace that you can maintain like if you come in and you're just like I'm gonna do all the things all the time with like the most intensity it becomes incredibly easy for you to burn out and not be able to sustain that. So as much as I'm like, I really want to be disciplined and committed and all the things, I also want to make sure that I'm going at a pace that I can sustain. And I think just this year has been like incredibly hectic already. I've mentioned it in a couple of the podcast episodes in January, just like my nine to five, it's been incredibly hectic and just busy and just a bit more stressful than usual over there. And I feel like that combined with trying to really do a lot more manifest daily this year, I've just been feeling a lot of stress that I think I've been compartmentalizing in a pretty good way, but it's starting to hit home a little bit more recently, especially with me feeling uninspired. Anyways, that being said, I wanted to do this episode today based on the Vogue 73 questions. I have been seeing some of these videos on YouTube, and then I also know some podcasters have done some podcast episodes where they're answering these questions, and I thought it would be fun for us to do that today. Um, kind of a little bit of like an opportunity for y'all to get to know me more, and then also just kind of a fun, chill episode where I honestly do not have to do that much thinking, to be quite honest with you, but it's still really fun. So that is going to be the episode for today. I hope y'all really enjoy this and I hope that it helps you feel like you're getting to know me a little bit better if that is something that you're 
interested in. So let's just go ahead and dive into these questions. Um, I have them pulled up here on my notes so that I can remember, or not even remember all of them, but that I can reference them. And yeah, I'm super excited. So let's go ahead and dive in. So the first question is on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you about life right now? I would say that on a scale of one to 10, I'm at like a nine, 10. I put 10 in my notes. So for some of these, I made like a couple of like little notes, but I wrote 10, I would say like nine to 10. I'm in a really good place right now, you know, despite all of the stress that I just mentioned and all of the things that I am dealing with when it comes to career. I think these are good problems to have. I always feel like, you know, it's a blessing to be able to be busy, right? One, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to have all of the really cool opportunities coming my way and in things that I, you know, can't even imagine yet that are on the horizon. With all the stress, with all the things, I am just excited about everything happening this year. I think I'm in a really great place with like my community and my friends and my dating life and work. And again, all of it just happening all at once can bring on this feeling of stress, but it's like a good stress. It's like, okay, I can handle this. Like I've handled so much worse in the past before. And this isn't even bad stuff I'm dealing with. It's just like stressful things, like a lot happening, but I am really excited about everything currently happening and everything that I feel like will potentially happen in the future so yeah just in a really really good place right now so yeah <laughs> um the next question is describe yourself in a hashtag and I would say the hashtag that best describes me would be like hashtag radiant I feel like this is something that I'm really just like grateful for whenever I show up in the world and you know, people pick up on my energy and they're able to kind of pick up on my vibes even before I say a thing. I think that is like a beautiful thing to have. I mean, again, we're all energy readers. Like we're all able to like, you know, we're all able to read. Well, you know, some people can't really read a room, but girl, we are all able to get the vibes. Like y'all know when people's energy shifts, like, you know, when people's energy changes and we're just really attuned to that kind of thing. So I think radiance is a really great descriptor for me because it really just encompasses, I believe, like not not only like my physical appearance and how I show up in the world, you know, in this body, in this vessel that I'm in, but also my energy as well. So yeah. Okay. If you could do a love scene with anyone, who would it be? So um, honestly, I'm not the biggest person with like celebrity crushes. I think OBJ is the one celebrity that I always say, like, I think he's cute, but even with OBJ, I'm like, okay, he cute, but like, he ain't even on it. Like he is, but he's not, you know what I mean? And I think it's a big thing for me is like personality and like getting to know you. So I think the word for that is demisexual. Like you, in order to have that, you know, uh, close connection with someone or in order to have like a sexual attraction and a deeper attraction to them, you have to kind of know them on a deeper level than just physical appearance. It's like that for me. I also consider myself a, what is the other one? Um, well, the word is slipping my mind right now. Sapiosexual. So someone who's like very attracted to intelligence. So whenever I see attractive people, like celebrity men, that kind of thing, I'm like, you're cute, but like, I need to actually know who you are for me to like feel a type of way for like the cooch to be like, oh, he he really some like I need to like actually know who you are. So I'm good at objectively identifying people that I would like that I do find attractive as individuals. I'm like, oh, he's attractive. He's attractive, whatever. But like for me to actually be like, I'm attracted to you. Like that's a different type of situation. So that being said, um, the only person that I could think of doing a love scene with right now, if I were, you know, in a movie. Okay. Um, would be the person that I am seeing right now, because that's someone that like he, I am 
physically attracted to him. But then I obviously know him, not on the, like the deepest of levels. Like we've only known each other for a short amount of time, but I do know him. And so I do have that attraction to him. So yeah, that explains the whole, this answer not being a, a celebrity <laughs> person. Um, what's one thing people don't know about you? So I was like, what do I even say for this? I, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, this question is kind of weird because if there's something that I genuinely am not comfortable sharing with y'all, like this wouldn't be the opportunity nor the time for me to share it. I wouldn't be like, I'm going to open up about this thing because this question said was one thing that y'all don't know about me. But I feel like I'm a pretty open book. Like, honestly, you know, the, the one thing that you probably wouldn't know would just be like, details about specific situations that I've been in I think I share you know I've shared a lot about like my dating life and just like my life in general but you know it sort of just comes down to I guess feelings that come up for me when I'm maybe not feeling like I am good enough in a certain situation or just kind of my struggle with worth or my struggle with feeling like I'm not performing well enough like I really do struggle with this like perfectionism or this like need to overwork myself in order to prove that I'm worthy and so the one thing you may not know is just kind of like what that feels like for me and and I think the only way you would know is if I've ever described it in a podcast and you know what maybe I have maybe I have so this is like a really weird and hard question to answer I would say but Maybe that's that's the one thing I would say. So the next two questions are about wake up and go to bed. I don't know why I just said it. Oh gosh, I don't know why I just said it that way. It's phrased really weirdly on the question. So it's, it's like, what's your wake up ritual and what's your go to bed ritual? So like, it's giving what's your morning routine and what's your night routine, okay? That's the easier way to put it. So I've talked about my morning routine. I actually have an entire podcast episode, a recent episode where I'm talking about overhauling my morning routine. So I've also talked about my morning routine in my five ways to stay high vibe episodes. So I've, I've touched on this one a couple of times. So I'll just gloss over it here. I wake up in the morning. I am typically working out. So the first thing I do, get out of bed, make my bed. I usually put on a podcast or a a playlist, like some sort of like trap hip hop playlist in the morning. I make my pre-workout. I take my supplements, take my pre-workout, get ready, head to the gym. That's like basically how I'm starting my day every single day. Going to bed, it's, it's a little different. Going to bed kind of just different based on the night but for the most part it's just sort of like winding down whether I'm taking a shower that night or not I definitely am always washing my face and doing my skincare I usually end the night by like reading a book or something like reading really helps me to doze off um and it's funny because like that's why I feel like I haven't been getting my reading done as quickly as I used to back in like the early days of COVID when I was like picking up my fiction books again all the time is that now I really with my Kindle and it's usually like the the dark mode so it's like backlit and I will read literally in the dark under my cover snuggled up and so two three four five pages in your girl is asleep okay I'm literally falling asleep dozing off like all the things and just going to bed so that's my nighttime routine I, I do love to read at night to kind of like wind down and the day that way just kind of tap into whatever story I'm reading and it to me I like equate it to Netflix but like it's like Netflix in my head you know um I was like really in my like Netflix and TV girl era recently watching a lot of shows before bed versus reading so when I came back to Dallas this year I was doing that a lot and that's since 
kind of switched back. So my entire January was like different. Like just like I came back to a whole different routine of like life and everything. So I feel like now I'm kind of getting back into reading before bed. But there was like there were a few weeks there where I was just like, watching white lotus before bed or watching gossip girl before bed or just like watching what was that other show oh i was watching um fleischman is in trouble that was a really good show like i i know a couple like influencers uh who i follow had been like promoting it they're working with hulu or whatever and so i just like i didn't know though what the show was really about and then i actually like ended up watching the first episode one night because i didn't have anything else to watch and i was like oh this is actually good it's about this guy who's like going through a divorce he's gone through a divorce so like it's like a midlife crisis situation right so obviously he thought i found like the woman of my dreams and we're gonna have the kids in the house and this and that and so they meet they get together so in love like you know all the things and they have the kids whatever but then she starts like a i think it was like some sort of advertising agency or something and she ends up like becoming you know the woman who like literally is pretty much like married to her work and so it ends up being this situation where they get divorced. And so now we're kind of following him along post-divorce as he's getting back into dating and as he's trying to navigate, you know, being a single dad and navigating that whole relationship with his ex-wife who now goes missing. And he's trying to figure out where the hell she is because it's like, yo, you ain't picked the kids up. Like, where you at? So it is, it's like kind of like one of those shows where... Like, how do you say coming of age, but like the person's already of age? Like, you feel me? It's sort of like midlife crisis. This man is going through a thing and it's like comedic at moments and really like sad and and drama and like all the things. So it's a a really good, I feel like, show about just like life. So yeah, (laughs) I was watching that for a little bit there, but that is basically my night routine at this point. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2 and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you wanna take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What is your favorite time of day? I would have to say I'm definitely a morning gal. I love the mornings. I love waking up super early. Okay, let's let's back that up. Not even super early because one thing about me, I ain't waking up at 5 a.m. for nothing. Okay, some things maybe. I remember when I used to do the, I think it was like the 5.30 a.m. Pilates classes on Friday. What was I on? Like, honestly, was I okay? I think I was okay, but girl, oh my God. One thing about waking up in the morning, you gonna feel real productive, but baby, you finna be sleep at 7 p.m. at night. That is that. But I think- Early morning or like the mornings is like one of my favorite times of day, especially early in the morning when the light is just hitting, like coming through my bedroom windows in such a way that it's like super radiant and it just makes me feel so grateful for my space, especially because y'all know I have that um, that green accent wall in my bedroom. So it just be hitting that wall so nice. But I love the mornings, okay? Dream country to visit. I would say France, like anywhere in Europe, honestly, but France for sure. I know we are planning our first ever Manifest Daily group trip. Hopefully by the time y'all hear this episode, we will have at least confirmed that the trip is on. I do need like a certain amount of people to be interested in the trip before I can actually start planning the trip. So yeah, fingers crossed that happens by next week. But you know, there is a possibility we might be going to France. I think that's one of the top places that y'all have selected so far and I would be so grateful if we could go to France together and just like experience that together I know it'd be my first time there it's probably gonna be some y'all's first time there so that would be incredibly dope heels or flats or sneakers I would say I'm a heels girl like one thing about me I'm gonna put a fucking heel on period and I don't know what it is actually I do know what it is like I have long legs already so when I wear heels I feel like it just makes my legs look even longer it's almost like y'all know when you get your nails done and you want like a little something, something. You want a little extension on it, a little something to make them fingers look real long and like life. You know the word life, lith, life. I know you know what I'm talking about. So I feel like heels just do that for my legs as like an extension. So love a good heel and specifically... I love a good heeled booty. Like, give me a heeled booty any day. Or like, y'all know those like uh, those sock boots. Like, ooh, yes, because it's just kind of like your leg, but better. Is <laughs> how I like to think of it. So, next question: What's the biggest surprise you've had? Honestly, I do not know. I feel like I haven't really had a lot of surprises in my life, and maybe it's because I'm the type of person that. I just really like to plan a lot and have a lot of control to an extent, obviously, in my life. So I don't really, you know, I leave room for things to kind of go with the flow to an extent. But even when things don't go as planned, I'm not really surprised anymore just because I'm just like life is so 
life is so interesting in that way. Like you play on God laugh. So when things don't go the way I expect or when things go completely left or like a complete different way than I expected, I just am not really surprised anymore. It's kind of like learning to expect the unexpected. And that being said, I've never really had a lot of situations where someone has surprised me, like a surprise birthday party or anything like that. So yeah, I can't, can't really say I have an answer for that one. Vintage or new? I'm more of a new person. I don't know. I like buying things that are new and I don't know. It's just, it's just, that's the way I like to function. Okay. So the next question is who do you want to write your obituary? That's a very hard word for me to say obituary, but I misread that question. I thought it was going to say like, what do you want written on your obituary? And I was thinking gone, but not forgotten. But in terms of like who I'd want to write it, God willing, I live along long and healthy life you know at that point I'm assuming my parents would be gone and you know it would be me and I don't have any siblings if y'all don't know so I would just like think if I'm with my life partner I would like them to write it because the way I see it is they would be the person who knows the most about me and has spent the most amount of time with me besides my parents who would assumingly be gone by that time so I would say my my life partner. I'd love for them to write it. Next one is style icon. Okay. So for a while I used to like be obsessed with Audrey Hepburn and specifically like sixties mod style. Like I think that is the style that I really, really do like. So like the really simple shapes, kind of like the funky colors. I don't even like, I'm not a great person to describe style, but if I had to like have an eye for like what I see in my head of how I would love to dress or the types of fashion or the style of fashion that really inspires me it would be like that 60s mod fashion and for me Audrey Hepburn was an incredible representation of like that type of style so as far as it goes right now like I don't particularly have a style icon I don't even think I have a style like honestly I just dress like I wear a lot of the same type of stuff okay be the high-waisted jeans girl one thing about me is skinny jeans still okay I know we done left them behind a couple years ago but I never left them behind them skinny jeans been with me since day what okay and the high-waisted jeans stay with your girl too so it's high-waisted skinnies it's some booties and it's a crop top and that that is like your signature deandre outfit and that has been like my signature outfit since college and will it ever change perhaps perchance i also really like athleisure so i feel like i'm either in leggings and a crop top or in skinny jeans and a crop top um and you might find me in a dress occasionally but that's pretty much my my style right there. That's pretty much what I live in. What are three things that you can't live without? Okay, number one, my Kindle these days because you're going to find me reading, okay? Well, at night, reading and dozing off, so my Kindle. <laughs> number two, Aquaphor or lip balm? Y'all, I always have to have something on my lips. That's just the way it is. Like, I literally always have to have something on my lips. It's funny because y'all know I roomed with Monica all throughout college. Monica's my best friend, if you don't know. And I remember we lived together. Well, we lived together all years of college, but I remember specifically sophomore year. We were in this room. It was like a suite, super cool. We had our own bathroom. We was we was going off back then because we were like, not us with our own private bathroom, what it is, okay? Honestly, we were living. And <laughs> the building we lived in, if 
you went to BU or if you like go to BU right now, we lived in Danielson sophomore year. So, you know, Danielson was like low key. Nobody ever went that way because it was like all the way at like the other end of campus. And it was kind of in the part of like Boston where you were like low key starting to get into like back bayish type looking areas. You know what I'm saying? And Danielson was like an old ass building. Like it was creaky. It was old, but it had character, girl. It had character. I love that damn place. It was so fun. But anyway, so I remember there was this one night um, where apparently I was like sleeping and Monica was doing work or whatever. And like I woke up, but like not really like fully woke up. I was like half awake, still half sleeping. And I turned over and I dug into my Vaseline and slathered a bunch more on my lips then went back to sleep, like fully back to sleep. And it is hilarious because I feel like that encompasses the way I am with my lip product. Like I literally sleep with Aquaphor or Vaseline, a tub of Vaseline under my pillow because it be in the middle of the night when I wake up. If my, if I feel like my lips is crackling, like they are dry, oh baby, slather, slather. <laughs> like it is really funny. And I think, so the first time I'm seeing, I told him this story and he thought I was like, I don't know. Sometimes you know we tell people stories and they think like, are you exaggerating or are you for real? That's like, nah, like I'm legit. Like I be, I be, I'm serious. And so I think he like thought like I was serious, but he like wasn't really sure. Or like he probably didn't really like know the extent to which I was serious until we had our first like sleepover. And then literally I'm like prepping everything. And girl, I had put my aquifer under the pillow. And he was like, but you really sleep? I said, yes. I was like, do you, did you think I was playing about my lips? Like one thing about me, my lips finna be hydrated all all the time do not play with your girl so second thing I can't live without is my aquaphor or my lip balm or my Laneige something for my lip girl something for my lip and the third I put down on the list was skincare which I feel like this is like a cough out it's like you know when they ask you the thing about like what would you take on a a desert island there's a deserted island not a not dessert <laughs> Not an ice cream island, girl, a deserted island. But they'd be like, oh, what would you take? And then it's some folk who'd be like, they like really sit down and think about like the individual things. And it's people like me who say skincare, baby. And what skincare means is all of my items. I need my toner. I need my moisturizer. I need my oils. I need my wash. I need my masks. And yes, that's more than three things, but... <laughs> Put it all in one bag and it's gonna be okay. Period. So that's that's my three things. Uh, what is one ingredient you put in everything? Love, love. I was gonna say black pepper, but then I realized I was like, no, because when I be baking cookies and stuff, like I don't put no black pepper in my chocolate chip cookies. But I'm gonna put some love in there. I listen. I was. You know what's a good answer for this? Actually, I'll put my foot in it. <laughs> I put my foot in it. It's going to taste good, baby, because I be cooking good and I be baking good too. But love, I feel like love is the foot in this situation here, okay? What three people living or dead would you like to make dinner for? You know, I don't think I have an answer for this, to be quite honest with you, because like, I just love to host parties. I love to cook for people. So I mean, you, if you're going to be at my house, I'd love to make dinner for you. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like this is, this one is one where I don't know, people would say like celebrities and stuff like that, but I really, I don't think I have an answer for this. I don't think I have a, a good answer for this one. What's your biggest fear in life? Okay, I've talked about this several times. The first Manifest Daily podcast episode was actually about this, literally my fear of success, except in that I talk about also the, the fear of like not achieving success, right? But I would say that is like my biggest fear. Like one, getting to the end of my life and feeling like, I didn't take certain risks or I didn't do certain things that I really wanted to do. Like I just have a fear of like not, 
not taking those chances and getting to the end and be like, damn, what could have happened had I done this? And so like in everything that I do, I really try my best to take those risks because I know that if it doesn't kill you, it's going to make you stronger, girl. And you gonna have a story to tell, period. So that is, I would say that, that that's like my biggest fear is like not or having those regrets at the end of life or feeling like I didn't achieve my goals. Window seat or aisle seat? I'm a window gal. 100%. One thing I like, not one, it's, girl, it's, I done said about five things about me in this podcast episode so far, but I really do love a good window seat. Like, let me open the blinds a little bit. Let me see what's out there. Let me look at the plane taking off. Like, I do love a good window seat. The worst, though, is when I'm in the window seat and I'm taking, like, a longer flight. So my flight from Boston back to Dallas is always a little bit longer than, like, Dallas to Boston. So it ends up being like close to five hours every single time. And then I I'll, what I really always try to use the bathroom before I get on the plane, but I have a small bladder, okay? I have a small bladder and I can't help it. So I hate when I'm in the window and then I gotta like get up and like go through to, you know, get to the aisle and go to the back to go to the bathroom. But I still will choose the window seat every single time, okay? What is your current TV obsession? So Right now, I don't have one. If y'all have Rex, let me know. I talked about Fleischman's in Trouble. I was like, I really like that at one point in time. I'm watching this one show called The Watchful Eye. It's not like, it's one of those shows. I have it on in the background when I'm doing work and stuff. You kind of low-key have to pay attention though. Cause like, it's like a mystery thriller and it's, it's people dying and it's, it's murders in the build. It's kind of like only murders in the building. It's, I didn't like that show. So I don't know. I don't know. This one's kind of, it's interesting. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed by any means. So I don't really think I have a current TV obsession. Um. Oh, you know what? The other day we had put this on in the background when we were working. It was um, Bling Empire New York. And the whole day it was Bling Empire New York on like every single. So it was like eight hours of watching Bling Empire New York. And that show was funny. It was good. It was good. I was obsessed for that one day. <laughs> I'll give it that. I'll give it that. But that was that was a literally hilarious show. So favorite app, Apple Music for sure. For sure. Love a good playlist. Love my car turn up playlist. It's linked in my Instagram bio. If you like trap, rap, hip hop, that type of stuff, like check that playlist out. Secret talent. I don't think I have a secret talent because I feel like everything that I, I consider myself talented in, I'm be- I will share. <laughs> I'm gonna let the world know. I'm a yellow from the rooftops, from the from the mountaintops, girl. Do I even like what am I talented in? I'm just talented in vibes that's it vibes I'm a vibe gal (laughs) that's my talent intuitive period clairvoyance what is the most adventurous thing you've done in your life move to Dallas after visiting once I, I've told the story so many times so I'm not gonna tell it again but y'all when like you know when you think back to certain things that you did in life and you lie I was bold I was a bold asshole because how the hell like some of the things I think back that I did in high school I was like I wasn't scared though. Like I really did that shit and I wasn't scared. But like the Dallas thing, when I sit, like there are times where I just think about it and I'm like, how the hell did I just move here? Didn't know nobody, done shit my car, done took a one-way flight. Like it's, and yo, it's actually wild. And I found this video on my phone the other day. I think I had started to like vlog the process. I never uploaded this, but it's like a two minute video where I was like showing. I said, guys, I just like went and bought my suitcase today and I'm packing and here's the bedroom and da, da, da. and I'm like the way I have so much courage like and I still do I'm still that person you know what I mean but like I think sometimes when I look back at that situation and I think about 
the quickness, the, the quickness with which I moved. I'm like, wow, I'm inspired by my own damn self. But that shit was crazy. Like, that was definitely, definitely the most adventurous thing. Not, not the last, absolutely not the last, but that was definitely one for the books. And I will forever be proud of myself for, for that move. How would you define yourself in three words? Now, smart, funny, passionate, period. Favorite piece of clothing right now that I own. So I, this is not necessarily a clothing item, but I've been like obsessed with these like skin tight Steve Madden boots that I have. They're like a calf boot. Just oh, so cute. It's like a faux leather type of situation. Obsessed. But in terms of like clothing, I have really, 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 really been loving Tala. I know I mentioned it in like a previous episode as well. Like Tala um, activewear. It's like sustainable clothing. Founder is Grace Beverly, female founder who I'm also equally as obsessed with. So Tala, like literally live in their leggings. I live in their leggings. They're so soft. They're so good. Just as high quality as Lulu. Same kind of price point, but also better for the environment. So I really love that. And the next question is literally um, a clothing item that everyone should have. And I will second Tala like anything Tala if you're into active wear if you whether you work out often or you don't whatever like the clothing is comfortable they have like loungewear stuff as well so I highly recommend their stuff superpower that I would want I always go with invisibility for this one like I just it's something about being able to being able to like move around and not be seen <laughs> that I really appreciate maybe it's the fact that I am an Aquarius rising maybe it's just because like I don't know sometimes I have a weird thing about being noticed and being seen funny enough because I also struggle with the desire to want to be seen or to want to be recognized um I've started therapy, guys, and that is something we're going to be exploring in therapy. You know, my struggle with wanting to be seen, but also simultaneously not wanting to be seen. But invisibility would be the superpower that I always choose. What's inspiring you in life right now? I think right now, my biggest inspiration is just like thinking about the big goals that I have and the big visions that I have and allowing myself to be inspired by the version of myself I know exists in like the future. So just, I guess, being inspired by my own self and by the things that I know I have the capacity and like the intelligence and like the willpower to achieve in my life. Best piece of advice you've ever received I could go on and on and on about different pieces of advice, but recently it's uh, the advice of like, just keep going or just keep swimming. I think that that right there, it just hits different, okay? Best advice you give your teenage self, you can do hard things by yourself, but you won't always need to. This really taps into my hyper-independence. I think, you know, there was a, a time in my life where I really struggled to believe that I could do some of those hard things. And I think when I went through the, you know, that last breakup that I had and kind of just like being on my own out here, it really showed me that the fear that I had around being like around being by myself, around not knowing if I could like survive on my own without, you know, my parents nearby, or without my partner nearby, like all of those fears were eradicated because I realized like not only could I survive on my own, but I could thrive on my own. And that being said, though, you know, I sort of start to tap back into that hyper independence of like, well, if I can survive and thrive on my own, then I don't need anyone else. And it's not necessarily about, you know, 
not being able to do things by yourself and having to rely on others to do the things. But I think it's about knowing that you can do the hard things alone, but also knowing that you don't need to, knowing that you can say, hey, I need help or hey, you know, I need the support and allowing yourself to lean on other people in your community in order to understand that they are there because there are people that love you and want to support you and, and care about you and care about your well-being. And I think just like, being able to be in a space now where I am, I do recognize how strong and powerful and independent I am. But at the same time, I also recognize that I can allow myself to be soft and I can allow myself to trust in others and lean on people in my community who I feel safe with because that's what they're there for, right? And I can do the same for them. So yeah, a book that everyone should read. I've talked about this so many different times before on this podcast. I, I need to do a dedicated book episode. It's still on my list. I know I've mentioned it like a million times now. It is literally still on my list, but Conversations with God. It is not religious um, in case you hear the God and you're like, oh, you know, I'm not religious, whatever. It is more so spirituality, philosophy type of book. It's this guy who, you know, the author is literally having a conversation with God and asking about certain things and sort of you know it, it's just like a very interesting book there are three books to it so book one uh, or volume one two and three I highly recommend number one I've read two I haven't read three but two wasn't as good to me as one I'm not sure how three is but I highly 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 recommend volume or book one About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2 and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
What would you like to be remembered for? I would say the biggest thing I'd like to be remembered for is just being myself, honestly, and inspiring other people to do the same. And I think that is literally what my content focuses on, or at least like how I see my own content. Um, And hopefully that is the work that I am doing right now. How do you define beauty? I honestly struggled with this question when I first saw it, because I feel like beauty, it's, what is that cliche quote? Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, right? So I think that the way that you define beauty, I almost feel like it's hard to define it. You just kind of like know what's beautiful or you can feel that radiant, beautiful energy when you experience it. So I don't just consider beauty to be something aesthetic and physical I think beauty can come in the form of like souls and how you experience another soul or how you experience a specific event the things that light you up the things that make you smile the things that make you remember that life is amazing and worth living and worth enjoying and worth and and worth exploring and I don't know that is probably like a very loose definition of beauty. It's, it's very vague, but that is kind of how I would best describe it. What do you love most about your body? So I love that I'm a little bit taller. I think I'm not super, super tall. I'm 5'7", okay? When I first moved here, I was 5'6", let me just say. Went to the first doctor that I saw in Texas. I was 5'6". Found my doctor out here in Frisco when I moved out to the to like the North Dallas area. All of a sudden, you go, it's 5'7". I said, what a second. I ain't even been drinking milk like that. You know what I'm saying? But the bones is stretching. The body is growing. We're going through it. So I am officially 5'7". Now license still says 5'6". But it is what it is, my friends. But I, I think, again, that is not super tall. But when I was growing up, I, I was that girl that had like the growth spurt and was like taller than all the boys. And I used to be so self-conscious about my height. And obviously, you know, as I got older, everyone else caught up. And so now I kind of feel more so like average in terms of my height. But I do like that my legs are a bit longer and I kind of have this appearance of being taller. Another thing that I love about my body is just being strong. Y'all know I love to lift. And I think that being able to, to really move my body in a way and push it and challenge it and show myself that I can do hard things again not just in the emotional sense and like the living life sense but through actual physical activity now I'm not the best at cardio I go to those running classes at the gym and your girl be struggling okay I be like where my inhaler at because I cannot breathe but we are gonna get there okay practice makes not perfect but it does make for improvements and progress but I love that my body is strong and And yeah, best way to rest and decompress, I would say reading, specifically reading in bed and dozing off. One of my favorite things to do, okay? Favorite place to view art. I put the art museum because I, like, like I don't know where, like, you can obviously view art anywhere. And that's, that's another thing. Art itself is subjective, right? Because we can talk about art and we can say, you know, are you talking about, like, literal pieces from famous um, painters, artists, that kind of thing? Or, like, are we talking about, you know, experiencing music as art? Are we talking about walking around a city and maybe seeing graffiti and experiencing that as art? So, Art, again, just like we talked about beauty being in the eyes of the beholder, like I think art is in the same way, you know, experienced through your eyes. So one thing I did think of initially when I saw this question was just like my home and the way that I've really curated the pieces in my home, the way I've curated the decor and the furniture and the colors and how, you know, every time someone comes to my home to visit, they're always like really inspired by the way every single room has a different vibe and feel, but yet it's all cohesive 
cohesive and works together in a seamless way. And so I can easily say that I, I love experiencing and viewing the art in my own home. But if we're talking about like actual, you know, I guess like modern art and, and art, well-known artists, I would say the, the art museum would be where I would like to view that. If your life were a song, what would the title be? Flows, go with the flow, lituation perhaps? No, <laughs> go with the flow, something about flowing. You know, again, I do love control or I love the idea of control. And I talked about this in the, I had an um, episode on this, the art of detachment. And I talk about the struggle that I have with detach detachment. And I am going to do another episode on this because I have some more tips to share. I guess some more about that journey specifically. But when it comes to my life, like every single time I have tried to have a really strong grip on the things that are happening and control every single thing to an extreme extent, I am forever humbled, okay, and forever shown that I cannot have that full 100% control and grasp on everything in the way that I want to. And that is okay because the times that I do allow myself to lean into flow, to let go of that grip a little bit, to understand it is okay to expect the unexpected. I'm always blown away by how beautiful the unexpected things unfold and how my blessings show up in ways that I never would have expected or seen. And they're only doing that and they're only able to come in and flow into my life in that way because I really some of that control. If you could master one instrument, what would it be? It'd definitely be guitar. I love seeing people play the guitar. It's like super beautiful. I, I tried to learn at one point in time, you know, do not know where that guitar is anymore. Somewhere at my parents' house, probably in the attic, but yeah, I would say guitar. If you had a tattoo, where would it be? I have a lot of tattoos. I think I have like 11 or 12. Well, is that a lot? I don't know. I have a, I have a good bit of tattoos. So I would say my next tattoo, I would love to get like a little red heart somewhere on my palm, not necessarily symbolic or like a really deep meaning of anything. I do like getting tattoos simply because I like them. I, I do see kind of like, you know, my body as a canvas in some ways. And so I'm not necessarily afraid of putting something on my body with this fear of it being permanent. I don't know if y'all know. Well, if you do follow me on Instagram, I've mentioned a couple of times that I am getting a tattoo removed removed right now and that is the only tattoo that I'm getting removed I think everything else will probably stay but even within you know the permanence of tattoos like just the the fact that we have a process to remove tattoos yeah it takes a while and yeah it's a little expensive but it just reminds you that nothing really is that permanent except for death so yeah dolphins or koalas I would say both they're both very cute to me what is your spirit animal so I don't necessarily have a particular spirit animal that I identify with like on a on a very consistent basis but I have been told that I run like a gazelle so perhaps my spirit animal is a gazelle I would maybe think some sort of like large cat uh, I really like cat videos on Instagram now like that's like what's on my explore page it's coffee videos those like mini videos where they're making coffee with like the tiny espresso maker you know if you know you know okay and then like cat videos so that is literally my explore page so maybe a large cat of sorts best gift you've ever received I would say the best gift that I've ever received is a hug when I've needed it but I couldn't find the strength 
to ask for one. And the best gift I've ever given would be patience and compassion. Just kind of remembering that we're all human, right? We're all complex. We all have past traumas. And sometimes when people do certain things, we want to jump to conclusions and assume that if we were in their shoes, we would do something differently. We would behave differently. We would approach the situation differently. But it's easy to be on the outside looking in and make those assumptions if you've never been in that person's shoes. And just kind of having that compassion and patience for other other human beings and really just, you know, not letting people step all over you and take advantage of you, but do, but, but being able to allow people the chance to change and grow and evolve because that's the same thing that you would want them to give to you, right? What is your favorite board game? Life twists and turns. If you know, you know, basically like Monopoly and Sims in a board game is like the way that I see it. And it has the little like electronic beeper thing and you can like have kids and get married and make money and go back to school. I don't know. I just love that game. I got to get it from my parents' house when I go back there because like that is a board game that I love to play. Okay. What is your favorite color? Uh, the one in my bedroom with the accent wall. So it's like a mix between a hunter green and an olive green. I love like that. It's so rich. It's regal to me. It's just so elegant and depthy and beautiful. I, I love that shade of green. Least favorite color. I honestly don't think I have a least. Actually, you know what? If I had to say one, I'd say gray. Um, and I think maybe it's because I'm looking at the skies right now when they're super gray and just kind of like, it's one of those days where I just want to get in bed. Like after I finish this podcast episode, I have a ton of work to do for my nine to five today, but it is Friday, girl. So it was giving, I might just work from bed because the skies are gray and, uh, What's that other thing? I was going to quote something from, from uh, not Hunger Games. What was that show? Game of Thrones. The night is dark and full of terror, except it's not dark. It's just gray and full of gloom. So same thing, kind of. <laughs> diamonds or pearls? Diamonds for sure. Drugstore makeup or designer? I like a mix of both for different things. I tend to shop for my makeup mostly at Sephora. So I tend to purchase more designer makeup, I would say, but drugstore makeup definitely has a place in my heart because that's, I mean, those are my roots. That's where I started. That's where I used to like try all the things and Maybelline and Revlon and all those. So yeah, blow dry or air dry. These days I've been blow drying my hair. I do get relaxers these days. So now blow drying my hair after I wash it at home. It's like the best way to kind of maintain Pilates or yoga. Pilates, I want to get into yoga. So my gym has like a lot of different classes and I've mentioned that I want to take more advantage of these classes this year. So tomorrow I'm actually going to a hot Pilates class at the gym, but I also want to start doing some of like their hot yoga classes, especially because as I get older, I really recognize the importance of like stretching my body and I do not do that enough. So I think yoga would be like a really good practice to incorporate into my life to help me like stretch a bit more. Coffee or tea? Coffee, coffee, coffee all day. I do not like tea. What's the weirdest word in the English language? Listen, I don't know all the words. So I really can't say what the weirdest word is. I really don't even have like one that I could list right now. But English is a very like interesting language. I don't speak any other language like that. I mean, I took a little bit of French. I can't even like, I guess, comment on the, the how interesting another language is. I would say French to me is incredibly beautiful. I think a lot of y'all would agree with that. But yeah, English, you know, English is interesting. And I don't know what the weirdest word would be, okay? Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk for sure. Milk for sure. Stairs or elevator? Elevator me, please. Thank you. Summer or winter? I'm definitely a winter gal. And I think 
The reason I like winter is because my introverted ass likes that it kind of like gets darker quicker so I can like go to bed earlier and like read my book and be cozy and stuff like that. Like something about winter, it's super cozy. It's just like you want to get in bed and cuddle up and have a little hot cocoa and then Christmas is during winter and I love the holidays and Christmas time. I think also being here in Dallas and you know, it's not as much like snow and ice and like super cold days. Like don't get me wrong, it's definitely cold here during the winter, but it's, it's a different vibe than it is in the Northeast. So it's a bit more tolerable for me. So I would say for sure, for sure the winter. So you're stuck on an island. You can pick one food to eat forever and ever without getting tired of it. What would you eat? I would say ice cream. I love ice cream. Like I literally live for ice cream. I almost said mac and cheese for this one too. I haven't had, like have I had mac and cheese in a minute? Actually, I did have some mac and cheese from Flower Child the other day and they have this gluten-free mac and cheese that's really, really delicious. So maybe one of those two things. A dessert that you don't like, key lime pie. I've never had key lime pie, but I can assume I wouldn't like it because just the idea of putting lime in a pie. And then again, you know what? I don't even think I like pies. I don't like apple pie. I don't like pumpkin pie. I just probably do not like any sort of pie at all. So we'll just say pie now, okay? A skill that you're working on mastering. <laughs> Patience and detachment for sure. I feel like that is part of my karma in this life, especially with my, I believe my North Node is Scorpio, South Node Taurus, or I might be mixing those two up, but definitely patience and detachment. The best thing to happen to me today, waking up, just the blessing of being given another day on earth, another day to work towards the things that I want to do, another day to talk to the people that I love, another day to dream, another day to get excited about things. Just, we take it for granted, I think, because, you know, we expect to wake up every single day, but not everyone does and not everyone gets to go to sleep that night. So I think those are just like some really simple things that I'm always feeling grateful for. Favorite smell right now, my favorite perfume is Baccarat Rouge 540. In terms of scents, I have like different scents in my home. So I always have like a different wallflower going in like every single room. And so I can't say there's a favorite. I will say I love the vanilla, it's like vanilla sandalwood, I wanna say for, uh, for my bathrooms and other scents, I just rotate flannel. Bath and body flannel though, that right there, that's an OG fall scent. I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a real nice one. Worst things happened to me today. Nothing, because I, I'm not claiming that. I'm, I'm having a really good day. Despite the, the gloomy skies, I'm having a really good day. Best compliment you've ever received. Anything about my energy is like the best to me because energy doesn't lie. You can't fake it. You can't, like you literally cannot. So whenever I meet people and before I've even said a single word to them and they tell me like, you know, I'm showing up a certain way or I'm radiant and my energy is showing up a certain way, like that to me is the best compliment because it truly is about my soul as and truly is about me and my essence and my soul. So yeah. Hugs or kisses? I would say both. Who is calling me? Okay, I'm getting a call from a number I do not know. So we're going to send that to voicemail. <laughs> sweet or savory? Definitely a sweet tooth gal. Lipstick or lip gloss? I absolutely love lipstick. I feel like when it comes to gloss or lipstick, I love having lipstick under and then popping a gloss on top because then when the gloss wears off throughout the day, you still have like the color from the lipstick. Girl crush, I don't have one. Yeah, I, I do not have one right now. Um, if you made a documentary, what would it be about? I would say I'd probably make a documentary like either about my life, which I feel like is a default one, right? So kind of like a giant vlog of sorts, 
or just something to do with like psychology or sociology. I'm not sure specifically what, but just something where we're diving into like societal standards and why we have certain standards or why certain systems need to be dismantled, like that kind of energy, I think I would really, really, really enjoy for a documentary. How do you know you're in love? This is a really interesting question because What's funny is lately I have been Googling this and like reading people's Reddit's love stories. So, so if you're anything like me, you will often Google questions and then add Reddit to the end of it so that you could like go on like the real internet, right? And see like real people's thoughts. Cause you know, it's one thing to read those articles that are on Google where it's like curated answers and just like really nice put together answers about things. But on Reddit, them folks don't be saying no top of lies, okay? They gonna tell it like it is. They gonna put everything out there it's anonymous too so people really just have no shaming care which can make it a, a dangerous place and there are some like shady sides of reddit just as with the internet that is everything right but i think that you also get people's like raw and real emotions and descriptions of experiences that they've gone through and i really enjoy reading the ones about like people's love stories like how they met someone that they love and kind of how they realize they love them or just like what that love story looks like to them i think we place a lot of emphasis on saying i love you to someone or you know being like I know that I'm in love and this is why I know and this is the proof I have but the older I get the more that I realize that like our default vibration like our default place to be is love like we are naturally inclined to love others to love humans to love each other and we kind of move away from that as we get older right through what we're taught from either our caregivers or society or the world. We're just taught to hate other people. We're taught to group ourselves and feel like we're different from that group of people. So we shouldn't love them or we shouldn't even like them or whatever the case is. But again, the older I get, the more I realize that love is our default vibration. And so when I'm with someone who allows me to feel like I'm remaining at that default vibration, I feel like to me, that is when I know that I'm in love or that's when I know that I love someone. It's just like, I'm with you and, and I can be in that vibration. I don't feel like I have to lower my vibration or I don't feel like I have to do these performative things to be someone else in order to be accepted or cared or respected by this person. And I don't know, maybe someone would argue that it's a very like low threshold for love, but I would also argue why do we have to have this incredibly high threshold to have compassion and care and empathy for fellow human beings, right? So yeah, I guess I guess that is the answer to that question. Song that you can listen to on repeat. It used to be two-step. Apparently that was like the song of the year for me in 2022. But I would say now it's like Stone Cold by Des Dior. That one's like, it be slapping, okay? It's something about that song that does it for me. If you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? Um, honestly, I struggled with this one. I would say like maybe Kim Kardashian. I'm just like more so curious about like what she does during the day for her businesses and kind of what that looks like. I'm sure it's like a hectic day, but yeah, I, I think that is also a controversial answer because I know a lot of people don't like the Kardashians, but I would probably say Kim Kardashian. What are you most excited about at this time in your life? And it's funny because this kind of circles back to the first question that we started off with, but I would say new beginnings. Right now, there are a lot of things that are starting in my life or things that are really, truly at like just their very inception point. And I'm just excited for all the things to come. I'm excited for all the things that I'm currently experiencing and just grateful for life in general right now. Your go-to for having a good laugh, uh, any conversation with my friends because they're just very funny people. 
So the last question is your affirmation for today. And before I give you all my affirmation for today, I want to say I did skip like two or three questions because I think this to these questions totaled to like 75 or something and wanted it to be like the 73. <laughs> but your affirmation for today, everything I've ever wanted wants me to. And so, yeah, I think that wraps everything up nicely. But my loves, I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode again. Kind of just had no other purpose besides just having fun chatting and y'all getting to know me a little bit but I really do hope you enjoyed this one hopefully brought you a good laugh hopefully you feel like you got to know me a little bit better and yeah I think these were some fun questions definitely some that made me smile in there and some that are going to make me think a little bit more for the rest of the day especially the the how to know you're in love one that one is one that um I think I liked my answer but I, I'm going to sit with that a little bit more today so thank you so so much for being here my love I appreciate you of course all the way very very much I am grateful to have you here as well tuning in to this episode and any other episode of Manifestity that you've listened to I will chat with you in the very next one have a beautiful rest of your day and yeah have a beautiful rest of your February bye my love As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.